Hello and welcome to the weekend wrap for the week on Wednesday. I am Ben Davison on the 25th of July 2021, the day after, the day after traders marched in the street demanding the deaths of more Australians and the collapse of our Commonwealth's economy. Well, I don't think that's exactly what they said, but that's the outcome of the policy approach that they advocate. Let's be clear, the the ringleaders of this uh, series of seditious actions have been advocating this for months, years now, in fact, so far along in the pandemic away. They're quite proud. They're quite proud of the idea that they would allow Australians to get sick and to die rather than demand a government support small business, rather than demand a government reinstate JobKeeper. There are genuine movements seeking genuine positive change. The Australian Trade Union movement is advocating for the restoration of a version of JobKeeper which will act as a real wage subsidy, not a billionaire's subsidy. There are unions right across the country advocating for pandemic leave, vaccine leave, and winning those fights. And together, together, we can achieve those outcomes. Joining your union, going to australianunions.org.au slash wow and joining your union is the most effective way to bring yourself into a community of people who are making positive change, who are protecting the lives and livelihoods of Australians right across the Commonwealth. Being misled by these foreign propagandists like John Ruddock and George Christensen, who spout nonsense provided to them by foreign billionaires like Rupert Murdoch, Ruddock is quite proud of a photo of himself with Rupert Murdoch on his Twitter page. It's right there in the profile. George Christensen attended one of these coordinated actions in Queensland. These are not people who are acting in the interests of Australia. These are traitors. These are traitors to the people of Australia. The many millions of us in lockdown, separated from each other, separated from our families. The many millions of small business owners who are struggling, who need support, who need government to provide them the bridge to the other side. Remember that? People like Ruddock and Christensen are not patriots. They're not fighting for freedom. They're political opportunists pushing foreign propaganda that benefits a foreign billionaire. James Campbell goes on Insiders, a man whose entire existence is owed to the Rupert Murdoch empire. And of course he downplays and he minimises and we have to stop allowing this to happen. We have to stop allowing the agents of a foreign power into our media. We have to stop allowing them to get off with $1,000 fines. This means nothing to them. These people will come again and again and again, and they come for the freedoms of Australians. They talk about free speech. They talk about freedom. 
And yet, they want to ban the flying of the Eureka flag on construction sites. It's illegal for workers to take strike action over safety issues in the workplace. You can't take snap strike action. The fines for those things are in the tens of thousands. George Christensen and John Ruddock are not standing up for working people. They're not defending the freedoms of workers to better wages, to say what they like in the workplace, to fly whatever flag they want. No, 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 no. They're pushing an agenda. They're pushing an agenda for a billionaire. Let's be clear about what that agenda means. Because the numbers today tell a stark, stark story. New South Wales, held up as the gold standard, praised by Morrison for not going into lockdown earlier, given every possible positive headline and news story in the mouthpieces of that foreign propagandist, Rupert Murdoch. The cases in New South Wales have breached 2,000. 2,000. They're a month into lockdown and their numbers keep going up. 141 today. 141 today. And there are 141 in hospital. There are 43. 43 in intensive care. Well over half are under 60. One of them is a teenager. Seven of them are in their 20s. 18 are on ventilators. And two people have died. One woman in her 70s and one woman in her 30s. One woman in her 30s has died from COVID in New South Wales. In South Australia, which had one case and locked down and was immediately criticised, also a Liberal government, not a government I'm particularly fond of, by the way, they have three cases and record numbers of tests conducted. Three cases today. Victoria, 11 cases today, all linked, all in isolation during their infectious period. Seven people in hospital, two in intensive care. It's not just a tale of two cities. It's not a tale of two states. It's a tale of ideology and politics and power, of patriotism and treason. That's the story of this weekend's rap. Because there are some people in this country who don't love Australia, who aren't interested in a Commonwealth shared by all, who would happily sacrifice the lives and the livelihoods of Australians in order to placate a foreign master, who would misguide and mislead people, a very small, very, very small minority of people, into performing actions that place the vast majority of Australians at risk that could shake the foundations of our economy. And why do they do it? Because in political chaos, there is opportunity for profit. In uncertainty and fear, there is opportunity for profit. We've seen that throughout the pandemic. Billionaires have doubled their wealth. Workers' wages have stagnated. This is why they do it. For money. 
They put your health, the health of your family, at risk for money. They lie to people who are afraid, to people who are tired, to people who can't see hope. They lie for money. And in the absence of genuine national leadership, as Bill Shorten said today on Insiders, we need one Australia, not eight micronations. Because our Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, is incapable. He has failed. He's had a go. We gave him a go. And now he's got to go. He failed on the vaccine rollout. He's desperately trying to backpedal. Desperately. Every day for the last three or four. New information. Expansion of who's eligible. Whatever he can possibly do to try and cling now to the last desperate shreds of political credibility. But it's too late. All of the scandal, all of the corruption, all of the time that his ministers spent suing members and citizens of the Commonwealth should have been spent building up the strength and resilience of our nation, should have been spent improving JobKeeper so that it wasn't a subsidy for billionaires like Jerry Harvey, but it was a subsidy for small businesses like the cafe down the street. It was a subsidy for the workers on construction sites that have been shut down, that it was a subsidy for the shop workers. The Morrison government has wasted government. It has failed as a government. And the vacuum of leadership that has resulted is being filled by propagandists for a foreign billionaire. Treasonous, in my view. I don't, I don't think Morrison is a traitor. I don't think he's part of any kind of grand conspiracy. I just think he's a fool. I think he's a failure. I think he wanted a job that he thought would give him power and prestige, that would show the world that he was popular and capable. And he has failed. He's shown the world that he's incapable. He's shown the world that he can't do the job. And frankly, it's time for him to go. Because under his watch, things are getting worse. It's not just that wages are worse. It's not just that billionaires are getting richer. It's that our nation is becoming divided that the traitors and the seditionists are infiltrating, are creating cracks and gaps in our society, are trying to turn us one against another, and simply that cannot be allowed to continue. Morrison should have condemned George Christensen's participation in the seditionist and treasonist actions that happened yesterday, and he did not. Whether out of political cowardice or incompetence or because he in fact supports it is irrelevant. His failure to do so shows he has to go. We can defeat this thing. Of all the people in ICU in New South Wales, only one of them was vaccinated. 42 out of 43 were unvaccinated. 
It's so important that people get vaccinated. It's so important that people have access to leave to get vaccinated. It's so important that we put in place wage subsidies and job programs so that working people have hope, so that we all have hope for what the future will hold, that we're not trapped in a spiral of despair where the charlatans backed by foreign billionaires can spin lies of propaganda that comes straight from the playbook of foreign actors to turn us against each other, to prey on our fear of the darkness. I have hope. My family is divided by hard borders, as I know many of yours is too. We have illness in our family. There is sadness in our hearts but we have hope because we stand together because we believe in a stronger commonwealth of Australia we believe in the fundamental goodness of the people of this nation wherever they have come from whatever the circumstances of their birth whether they're in Queensland or WA or Victoria or New South Wales or South Australia or Tasmania or the Northern Territory or the ACT, wherever they're from, we know that Australians standing together overcome the greatest challenges. It was an Australian jurisdiction. An Australian jurisdiction is the only jurisdiction in the world that has eliminated an outbreak of the Delta variant of COVID-19. And we will do it again by standing together. Australians standing together delivered the world's first minimum wage. We delivered a universal healthcare system that is the envy of the world, a universal retirement system that is the envy of the world. That is why I urge every person who listens to this not to be seduced by the easy rhetoric and the false promises and the silver bullets of the John Ruddocks and the George Christiansons, but to stand together, to join your union, to be part of the Australian Union movement. Millions of us stand as one for vaccine leave, for pandemic leave, for a wage subsidy that works, for decent, secure jobs and a health system that will care for us, that will keep us together. AustralianUnions.org.au slash wow. That's where you can join. You can join today. You can join any time, day or night, 24 hours a day. You don't have to participate in a dangerous, seditious, treasonous, unhealthy rally where people punched horses and somehow tried to call it freedom. There is hope when we stand together. And even in the absence of national leadership, we are still a commonwealth of people. Wherever we're from, wherever we were born, whatever our other beliefs might be. I know, I know that we believe in this nation and we must do everything we can to stop those like John Ruddock, like George Christensen, who would undermine, who would undermine 
the Commonwealth of Australia, who would sacrifice the lives of the people of this nation for the profits of a foreign billionaire. Two women died from COVID this weekend, one in her 70s and one in her 30s. They died. They died on the same day that the self-appointed mouthpieces of a foreign billionaire spouting propaganda that they picked up from foreign nations led a handful of misguided, scared, angry, despairing Australians in an act of treasonous sedition. And we should never forget that while they were making noise and being proud of being fined and claiming freedom, and claiming freedom of speech while doing nothing for the workers whose voices are suppressed, while doing nothing for the refugees who are locked up while seeking freedom, while doing nothing, while doing nothing for the millions of women in this country who are subject to violence in the workplace and at home, while claiming their act that put the health of others at risk was an act of freedom. While they did that, two women died from COVID, one in her 70s and one in her 30s. I don't want to see any more Australians die. I don't want to see any more Australians be sick. And I don't want to be separated from my family. But we have to prioritise the lives of our fellow citizens. We have to do that. Because that's the right thing to do. That's the Australian thing to do. So I have no tolerance for John Ruddock, and I have no tolerance for Sky News, and I have no tolerance for James Campbell. Because I will make the sacrifices I need to make to keep my fellow Australians safe, to keep my Commonwealth strong. And I know millions of you will do the same. We may not do it gladly and it will be hard, but we will do it all the same and nonetheless. And for those selfish mouthpieces of a foreign billionaire using foreign propaganda to undermine our efforts, I say, Let's take them off the airwaves. Let's put them in a prison cell. Let's take their news channels and their publications and tear them down. Because they are hurting us all. And it has to stop. But remember, together there is hope. Together we will come through this. Not just as states, not just as towns, but as a commonwealth the Commonwealth of Australia and the people of Australia. I'm proud to be one of you. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, be kind to yourself and to each other.